I think our people that listen to us are just fucking tired of listening to us. <laughs> we're so damn inconsistent with posting. We're so inconsistent with life in general. Let's be real. I mean, thank you guys for bearing with us. If you still even want to fucking listen to our shit. Thank you. It's still even here. <laughs> I'm Courtney. I'm Taylor, and I just fucking spilled this pop all over myself. That's so on brand for you. It really is. I can never have a clean shirt, but yeah, I'm Taylor. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and we're a petty besties. So I feel like it's so long since we've been recorded, and it really hasn't been that long. It's just that. I know, but we're so inconsistent. It's like we record <laughs> once, and then we go three weeks without recording again. So I feel a little rusty what's going on what's new so i want to talk about our little fun that well i guess it was more your fun because i didn't really <laughs> respond um to our our little troll friend so troll friend. <laughs> yeah so that was taylor fun. and i feel like we made it in life because we've had trolls now for um, sure that's like that you've really that's like an ultimate status like elite status if you have a troll so if yeah, you have a troll, like i have never honestly i cannot remember a time on my personal information like my personal instagram my personal like facebook anything like that that anybody's come at me sideways and like said anything to me like out of character right um well, this is the third time now on between like our Petty Besties account and our our Lexington and Gray Instagram mm-hmm. account. This is the third time now someone's made a comment. Three different trolls that right. make comments about my weight. And I don't usually talk about this at all because it's very clear when you look at me that I'm fat. Like I don't need to like express that to you you have eyeballs you can see (laughs) so (laughs) I just don't understand and I think I'll just like never understand why men specifically it's it's Mm -hmm. always the man comes at you about your weight it's like bro keep it moving you don't like what you see like keep it scrolling nobody asked you to comment no but not a single damn person asked for your comment and it's like I don't it like bothers me, but it like really doesn't bother me at the same time. Cause I'm like, you have nothing better to do with your day than to try <laughs> to make a girl feel like shit. Like, I'm sorry that your life is so depressing, but normally what has happened in the last like two incidents, I've just read the comment. I saw it and like deleted it and just like blocked that person and kept it moving. And this time Taylor was like, don't delete it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this guy comment about how like wh- what did he even say? I can't remember. Like I was disgusting. I have this screenshots because I'm pretty sure they all got taken down now. I'm but- pretty sure he said something about me being fat and disgusting or something like that. I don't yeah, I don't remember how he worded it exactly, but it was it was along something about your weight, something along those lines. But But. (laughs) he so like 
I instantly, okay. Cause my first like reaction when people have something to say, I'm like, let's go look at your profile. So I yeah. go on a dude's profile and he has three posts and they're like carousel posts. So he has like multiple like images. All of the images are of different cars that he'll never fucking drive in his life <laughs> or own. Never lay life. eyes on. <laughs> it's all cars that like he does not own. Like mm-hmm. you can blatantly tell like they're old men that own these cars. And he's just like probably <laughs> some silver spoon fucking redneck rich kid. <laughs> grandson that's gets to like watch so anyway no not a not a motherfucking picture in sight of this boy okay Mm -mm. not a motherfucking post and his profile picture is of a truck so if you think you're so hot to comment on my like wait which okay have it we're in a free country you can say whatever the fuck you want but let's see what you look like bro what do you Mm -hmm. look like are you hiding behind pictures of trucks? If you're so fine, put yourself in front of the camera. <laughs> I mean, so clearly, bad. right? You have to be like super fine to be like trying to talk to me like that. To like, yeah, to like go out of your way to talk down to other people. Like, let me sure. see your bitches. Let me see your bitches. <laughs> Line them up for me. What do they look like? <laughs> do they have all their teeth? Do you have all your teeth? <laughs> These are the questions. I, I need answers. So, like, homeboy starts spewing at the mouth about it. So, Taylor takes it upon herself to comment. And then he goes to Taylor's profile and he starts talking shit about how she's the most vile person or something he's seen <laughs> in her son, which, like, okay, you're not going to bring Raiden into this because now right. I'm going to throw some hands. Right. And so, like, they go back and forth. Basically, he's just like, we're just like, she's making fun of him, essentially, like, just saying shit about him. And, like, you know, we're just essentially the first thing that I said back to him was, thank you so much for commenting. Like, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to one view our, because I think it was like, it was a reel, right? To view our reel, because that's getting more attention to us. That's bringing more people to our page and that's helping our little business out so thank you for taking the time to make that comment and then that's when he started to get all nasty and saying that I'm repulsive and that even my kid doesn't like me and like all this stuff like why are you so mad like what your parents probably don't even like you (laughs) he said some he ended up saying some pretty just repulsive yeah like really disgusting go to hell uh, kind of things i don't even have any other word for what kind of i will say that the devil will deal with you when you get Mm -hmm. they were pretty nasty but at the end of the day you know like yeah it was kind of hurtful some of the things that he ended up saying were really hurtful but at the end of the day, I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. I'm not going to let Courtney stop doing what she's doing just because some fucking idiot decided that he wanted to speak his mind and be an ugly little person. That's not my fault. That has nothing to do with me. As much as it like can bother me for a second, like it can sting for a second. 
I'm going to keep it moving because nobody that is probably five, four, <laughs> maybe, maybe five, foot, five, four <laughs> is going to make me feel bad about myself. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry that you have nothing better to do than to um, comment really on women and what they look like. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to let you stop me because that's exactly what you would want. You would want, you're obviously looking for us to be like upset. You're obviously looking to like make yourself think, feel better, I guess. Yeah. Gain some sort of power over two women that you don't even know. Yeah. I'm going to keep it moving. And honestly, like, it's kind of wild that I'm like in this position now because I obviously have always been plus size and I never like thought I was gonna be like one of those girls are like I'm gonna empower women honestly no because like I've always felt bad about my weight it's just something that I like bury under the rug and I don't think about I don't look at like I don't talk about it kind of thing Mm -hmm. but now that we're like on this this platform where like we're starting to grow a community here with our podcast and we're growing a community with our boutique it's important for women who are like me or not 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 like they just look like me but like they think like me like all my Mm -hmm. insecurities I put under a blanket and I don't I'm just I kind of like feel down about myself and like pretend that I'm you know like confident bitch but I'm really not So I feel like it just puts me in a position more where I want to like advocate for women who feel that way and they feel insecure and they don't like the way they look and be like, you are like making women feel beautiful, essentially, Mm -hmm. because it's important. And for so long, I kind of like didn't feel good about myself for so long. And now I'm getting into a spot where. I am like trying to be better about like my eating habits and my working out habits. It's fucking hard. People who are just have high metabolisms or don't gain weight that easily may not understand, but like, it's hard to admit to myself that like I have a problem with food Mm -hmm. and I've, I've never even said that out loud other than to like my doctor the other week is like there's a lot of people who are like me who have problems with food and like eating for like emotional eating or um that like fixation of just like getting to eat and putting Mm -hmm. something in your mouth where you're like my biggest thing is like snacking while I'm watching tv anytime I watch tv like I need to put food in my mouth Mm -hmm. so I like never discussed that with people, but it's now it's like, it's starting to be like something that I want to like deal with and take care of and like start to feel better about myself. Not because somebody tells me I need to like lose weight because I'm fat, but because it makes me feel better inside to like really go to the root of the problems and be like, yes, you know, you have an issue with eating, but you're still beautiful. You're still 
like you're still allowed to do these like TikTok dances and these real trends just because you're plus size doesn't mean like you're like not required or you're not allowed to do it. And I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to let a man (laughs) take that. Like not even a man, he's a little boy, like he's a little boy. (laughs) Cause like I said, I've never like, the only time I've ever had really people like comment on my weight is like, obviously out of like worry, like my mother or Mm -hmm. something. And like, if someone gets in a fight with me, that's like the first thing they throw out. (laughs) Like, okay, cool. Can you say something else? But for you to spend your time commenting on people you don't know and saying like negative things, like I just don't get that. Like you don't know what you're putting someone through because like I am building a thicker skin, but like he might be out here saying that to somebody who's like on the edge already, you know, and it's just sad that people do that. It's like, I just don't want people to, to feel that way. And to feel like, oh, he like said this random person. I don't know said this about me. So it must be true. Mm -hmm. Just like, no, they're not fucking happy with their own life. Like, look at your own self. Let's say, let's say what's wrong with you. Right. I feel like it's so easy. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? Go ahead. I feel like it's so easy for me to, whenever we get comments on Petty Bestie or we get comments on Lexington and Gray, it's so easy for me to be like, oh my God, you know, and just like laugh about it and kind of move on because it's you and I against this person you know like we're like a united front against this person but I can't sit here and say that if somebody were to say those things on my personal page or if somebody were to say those things to me in person that I wouldn't have reacted a different way and I think that it's kind of important as we are like for us to use this kind of platform that we have even though it is you know it's not like we have like millions of people that are following us right now. I still think it's really important to take the time with the people who are listening with to us and the people who are following us on Instagram to let them know that standing up for yourself or standing up for a friend or standing up for somebody that you like, if you're in somebody else's Instagram comments and you see a troll say something, standing up for them is going to help you feel 10 times more powerful than that person is with those comments. Stand like realizing that we no longer have to accept other people's negativity about ourselves or about the people that we love. We don't have to take it. They can say it because it is a free country. They can do, you know, whatever they want. But in the end, at the end of the day, we have to be okay and we have to be, you know, okay with ourselves to let us uh, let ourselves know that we don't have to accept that. We don't have to accept that kind of talk and that kind of negativity and that kind of approach that that person is bringing to us. And we can, you know, keep it pushing. We can keep moving. But it's so much easier said than done to do that. It's not like for me to sit like, you know, for me to sit here and be like, yeah, this is an incident that happened. And I know some people had to have seen the comments that were said. So it's it's not easy for me to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, that's something that I do all the time. Because it's not. It's not something that I do all the time. 
But I think it's important, like once I did that and once I stood up for ourselves and once I said the things that I said, at the end of that, once it was all said and done and he stopped commenting, I stopped commenting. I didn't feel bad about anything. I didn't feel bad about how I reacted to him. I didn't feel bad about the things that he said because I didn't let him win. I didn't let him take those words and use them the way that he wanted to use them because I am not going to accept that. And so I think that it's really important, especially as women, I think it's really important that if we see that happening to either ourselves or see that happening to somebody around us, we stand up because we don't have to take that shit anymore. We don't have, this is 2022. Like, I don't know if y'all are on board yet, but this is the season of me. And that means we are not letting men, especially tell us how we're going to feel or tell us how we're going to look at ourselves or tell us what is even beautiful. Because I have seen so many mid-size plus size women that are showing so much beauty and so much power. Think about just from like, okay, let's say for instance, 2015, 2014, 2016, mm-hmm. the plus size and mid-size community on social media was like non-existing. Not, I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure there are people here and there, but like it is it was not at the state that it is at now where like I can go on Instagram, I can go on TikTok, I can go on, you know, Twitter, whatever, Pinterest, and you're seeing tons and tons of to me regular average women. Mm-hmm. More so than like and I'm not saying anything bad about a size two or size zero woman, nothing bad. I'm just saying they were what beauty was for so mm-hmm. long that I'm grateful that there are plus size women and mid-sized women out there that were making a stand for us and making it us feel like, okay, we can go and wear a crop top with some skin showing and you can wear a two like Lizzo you can wear a two piece if you want to like Lizzo's like wear the damn bathing suit if you want to (laughs) and I just love that energy it's like why will we because honestly I feel like a lot of that was men men not Mm -hmm. thinking that women that are plus size or mid-size are sexy or beautiful and so we were all hiding our bodies because we felt like we had to because we weren't pretty because we weren't beautiful because society was telling us that we weren't. Well, and look at the fashion world. I mean, you had like that exact same timeline that you're talking about, like 2014, 2016. You didn't have women that were above a size six in on the runway and built on billboards in magazines in the pictures that you see all around the stores that you shop at you didn't see that like that that just wasn't a standard I think like I can't remember the year but I think like not too long ago was like the first plus size woman for sports illustrated it's like wild to me it's right And, and, and like and she was like a size like 10 or 12 like it wasn't even 
22. Like these are the sizes that we see much more often than we see of the sizes of the zero, the double zero, the two. And like you're saying, there's nothing wrong with those sizes. There is nothing wrong with those sizes at all. We have just had the representation of the double zero, the zero, the two way more and for so much longer than we have of the representation of those like other that's sizes. That's what you're so, supposed to look like. That's right. And again, right. I'm not here to skinny shame because I'm not going to do that because there are people out who do skinny shame women. And I'm not here to do that. I'm just saying I want representation of all women because Mm -hmm. I think that that is incredibly important, especially with all these young girls growing up. Like I have no children right now, but my nieces, I never want them in a world where they feel like they're not beautiful because some little fucking bitch made them feel like they're not or some man made them feel like they're not. Or because they don't fit into some specific box that... Mm -hmm is being shown to them over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to tell you guys about our troll story just because (laughs) if you're out there and you are like not confident and I know it's hard to find that I'm not like saying I'm Lizzo status right now because I'm not, but I'm working on it. I'm trying to get there because fuck what everybody has to say. I just want to live my life and be happy I'm not about negative comments. Like Taylor said, it's 2020 fucking two. And it's time to like make people feel good about themselves. That's all I want to do. I noticed, okay, what's really crazy is this is the last thing I want to say about this. I never, like when I would like watch TikToks, when I would watch Instagram reels, when I would watch people's stories, I just like watch them. I never like really comment on people's stuff unless you're like my closest people. I don't mm-hmm. really comment on people's stuff. I, I might like like your stuff, like just heart it, but I'm not one to like make a comment. I'm not one to um, comment, like send you a DM on your stories. I'm not one to comment on TikTok. Never. And like the last few months that has changed, like especially the new year that's changed because I'm like, you know what, if I can just say like a nice, I don't do it to like every single person I come across, but mm-hmm. I try to make a better effort on like a lot of the TikToks I see, a lot of Instagram stories I see of like girls taking selfies or girls doing, you know, just something where like, I feel like, okay, they're feeling themselves or something, or they may, maybe they need like a little confidence, confidence boost. Mm-hmm. I want to send like a nice message to them because I'm like, you know, Hey girl, you look freaking gorgeous or something like that. And it just changes people's day, man. It just changes people's day. So like, why are we not spreading more positivity? And I feel like people will be the last two years have been the most stressful on people. And there's so many more mental health issues now than there ever has been. So why are we not making people feel better about themselves? We all have been sad at some point in these last two years or depressed or anxious or sad or lonely. Why are you making other people feel like this? Right. Like all you have to do is say something nice or don't say anything at all. (laughs) Shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) It was in kindergarten. You were taught if you have nothing nice to say, then don't fucking say anything. (laughs) 
that's all I have to say about that because I don't want to go into any more of it because it just gets me wild up. I just, ugh. so very straightforward. It's very straightforward. Spread positivity, point blank period. Like that's it. Yeah, for sure. So let me know, like, what the heck has been going on with you this, like, past week or two? Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, there's a, there's been a, there's been a lot. I don't, <laughs> you froze <laughs> and you're frozen now. Are you still with me? Oh my god. Hello. Hello. You're still frozen. Oh, there you are. Okay. Why am I frozen? You froze. <laughs> Your microphone looked like a dick. <laughs> I was like, whoa. What are you doing? I can still see you. <laughs> Oh my God. God. Okay. So there's been a lot. There's been a lot going on. I don't know if I'm really ready to share some of it. I mean, you know, you know all of it, but I will eventually like to talk about some family drama that's been going on, just not at the moment. But yeah, it's going to have to be a different day, honey. (laughs) That's going to be too much to say about that. A whole episode, part one, two, and three for that one. But on the other hand, um, something that I mean, some people might relate to is the entire area that I'm living in right now is being regentrified. And how do you, how the fuck do you say that? You know, they're coming in and making it new. So they're coming in, they taking they, all the people <laughs> out and they're bringing the new, new in. They're coming in hot. Okay. So Basically, what happened to us at the end of 2020 is now happening again. So at the end of 2020, our the house that we were renting, I think we've talked about this before, but the house that we were renting, they no longer wanted to rent anymore. Like the company no longer wanted to lease anymore. So they were selling all of their properties. Well, ours was one of those that was being sold. And so we were given like 30 days to get out of the house um, in the middle of a pandemic, like we were still in lockdown by that point. So in the middle of a pandemic and we didn't really know what else to do or where to go. We didn't have enough time to really get like finances together to have like move in expenses and move out expenses. So we ended up moving in with my mother-in-law, which is literally like five minutes down the road. Well, um, it's not an ideal option. It's for been me. hell. <laughs> I like to call it my purgatory. <laughs> it's been, it's been, it's been. God's so, been testing um, you. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I'm okay. Side note. I'm not even kidding you. I was standing there doing dishes yesterday. And Mary had bought dinner for us. That's my mother-in-law. She bought dinner for us. And I was like, flat out, this is not an apology. Like, I'm still, you know, where I'm at. I'm still upset about things. And there was like a little like voice in the back of my head that was like, you need to say thank you for dinner. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. 
I'm not going to do that. Like you need to say thank you for dinner. Like that's like the godly nice thing to do is to say thank you. And I'm like literally like having this conversation with myself back and forth. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be nice. I can't do that. I ended up saying thank you. And I kind of felt a little good after it for being the nice person. But at the same time, God really is testing me and I can feel it. But anyways, so um, the same thing is happening now to Mary's house and her, the company that she has been renting from is selling all of their properties. Mary's property is the last one. She's been at this house for 15 years, which is insane to me, but that's for another discussion. Um, so pay these people's mortgage off. Right. For 15 years, 15 years she's been renting. <laughs> Anyways. So um, luckily, though, because she has been such a long term tenant, they are giving her like they, we got this letter like in January. They're giving her until April 1st to move out. And so this is like our opportunity to split ways <laughs> because obviously we don't want to live with our with his mom for the rest of our lives. I would rather. I would rather do open heart surgery on myself than live with her That's for extreme. the rest of my life. And I'm being serious. <laughs> so we are um, taking this opportunity to literally start fresh. Like we are 100% starting fresh. When we moved out of the house, we threw a lot of our stuff away just because we're just like, fuck it. Like, you know, like we were kind of like in a chaotic panic and just threw a bunch of shit away. And so we've kind of been like back and forth of whether or not we were going to move to Kentucky, whether or not we were going to buy a house, whether or not we were going to like rent something. So it's, we haven't really like made a a 100% decision on like what we want to do with our next steps. So we are like 100% starting over again and thinking it, thinking of it as we are like, for the first time ever moving out of our parents' house, getting our own apartment, and then figuring out what the hell we want to do from there, whether that's move to Kentucky or move somewhere else that we've discussed, mm-hmm. um, stay, in Indi- <laughs> stay in Indiana. Like we, we, we don't know, but at the same time, we can't just like be in this, you know, void and just kind of like wait and see. We need to like take action so we are apartment hunting, but I mean, I we figured out like where uh, apartment communities we want to go to. I'm just trying to figure out like, you know, if we want a townhouse or an apartment and just kind of like getting all of our ducks in a row so that we can get out of this house before April 1st um, and move. And it's kind of refreshing and exciting because... <laughs> You guys, it really has been hell for the past like 13 months. Um, So it's refreshing and exciting to get up and to get out. But it's also really exciting because we're starting over. We're starting fresh and we're kind of having a clean slate with a lot of different things. Um, One of that being our relationship. Um, So it's just, there's like a lot going on, but at the same time, like I, I, we haven't made a whole lot of like movement toward it. So we're just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's does that, any of that make time sense? for you guys? Because 
it's been hard. It be, the struggle of life right now for a lot of people is the market is just so crazy. Inflation is so crazy right Insane. now. And when you're living, you're not getting paid technically what you probably should be making at your job because that's the story of a lot of people, especially now mm-hmm. that inflation's happened. People or companies aren't just like going to go and be like, okay, now inflation's here. <laughs> We're going to pay you more. No, it's like, it's the probably, money. Right. It's probably going to be a fight. So when you're in that kind of situation, your hands are kind of like tied because you're like, well, how the, how the heck am I supposed to live and be able to afford something, you know? And then, like, with the market being the way that it is, it's just hard. So, I think honestly, just getting an apartment and staying there for a little bit and figuring things out and not feel like you have to be rushed to make a decision is probably the best for you guys. And I think the biggest thing for me was even the fact of like being open to getting an apartment. Cause to me, it's kind of like downsizing a little bit. Um, I really had my heart. But really it's kind of not because you've been, I living, mean, you've been living for 13 months and been completely fine with living with you, Jake, Raiden, his mother and his aunt all in one house. Yeah. It's like 900 square feet too. So it's not moving with just the three of you. That's already a huge improvement in space. Not, not that necessarily more so like all of our shits. Okay. Like have, you know, an entire garage full of stuff that we brought with us that we're still probably going to have to go through and like get rid of some things. But like, to me it was like at first it was like I don't want to do that like I don't want to get an apartment like we need to have a house we need to have the space like this is what we have to do and it's not like we we don't have to do that we're going to be perfectly fine if we go to an apartment we're going to be perfectly fine if we have to get rid of some more stuff because it's all fucking materialistic it's been sitting in a goddamn garage for 13 and you haven't touched it I obviously don't need it so it's like I mean, it's okay. things, I'm sure there's like things you're gonna need once you move into your own place and you don't have luxury right. stuff to use. But like a lot of that is just honestly probably things that you don't truly truly need. Right. I feel like there's like a whole bunch of bags of clothing in there that I'm like, oh, I for sure am gonna use this at some point. And it's like I haven't. I don't even know what's in there anymore. A bunch of Raiden's toys that he probably has outgrown. outgrown. Yeah. And then there's like decorations it's like that's like basically it so but it's like it's okay like if I have to get a a get rid of a box of my like decorations I thrift 90% of my like house decorations so it's like it's not like you know I'm getting rid of all of these sentimental things but at the same time once we do all of those things am I going to be better that we got out of that house that we got rid of all of those things that we're starting fresh or would I be better if we held on to all of these things and struggled to find a house that we were wanting in an area that we were wanting and then struggling to pay for it and struggling to pay for food and struggling to do all of these things because of how the world is right now. And so it kind of like, I had to like do like a little bit of like self-reflection of like 
being able to let go of some things because I don't, I don't know if you've noticed this. I like to be in control of things and I like to like make, (laughs) I like to like make a list and like be like as prepared as I possibly can for things and letting that part of it go. And like, just telling myself, like, I'm not going to be able to have control over all of these things. I'm not going to be able to have the exact kind of lifestyle that I wanted right this second. I can eventually, but not right this second. It's making this process so much easier. It is making like, it has like lifted this like weight off of my chest because I have so many less expectations. Like I literally, my goal is to get into a place where if I open my bedroom door, I don't see my mother-in-law. Like, I don't see anybody. You're not trapped in your bedroom because she's sleeping for seven hours. Right. Until freaking like two o'clock in the afternoon, because that's what normal people do. Like any of these things, any of these things. And like, that's what I need to like, that. that's what I, it's helping me go along. It's like finding the little things that I didn't get to have over this past year. A big thing is going to be the piece that has going to be brought into your little family from you guys moving out. Um, For sure. Talking too much into like your situation. Just the fact that I, when you had Raiden and you guys had your own house and you're renting a house, you had a great schedule for Raiden. Raiden was on a schedule. He didn't really like act out he didn't really you know he went with the schedule he was a very chill child not that i'm saying he's like the devil or anything now but i I mean with being in the chaos and with um the situation that has happened where he doesn't really have like time with mom and dad he doesn't you know or time to like be in a routine because his routine is based on other people in the homes routine like his grandma and mm-hmm. other people i think that's gonna do wonders for him because he's gonna be able to get back on that schedule it's gonna probably be tough because he's four now and he thinks he's 14 <laughs> but <laughs> i just think about him and how like much he is going to benefit in you from being feeling more like okay this is my home i can relax no i'm not having to worry about when grammy is getting up and i'm not gonna have to worry about being quiet for grammy or like getting into stuff i'm not supposed to get into but (laughs) (laughs) i I was gonna say something but i stopped myself um (laughs) I know it's hard it's hard not to (laughs) it's hard but yeah I just think that you may not know what your path is right this second but I think knowing you don't have to have like instant and it's hard because I in the same way it's like I'm doing it this way or I'm not doing it kind of right um I just I think that like it's just gonna bring you so much more happiness and you can finally settle down and relax and do what you want to do and run your home how you want to run it and then figure out okay so like what what's our next steps mhm and because- i feel like it's also going to be 
a little bit different for our really like Jake and I's relationship. Because with everything that ha- like has well, been yeah, going because on, because hopefully you won't be such a royal bitch anymore. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of the things that have been going on, like obviously, are taking a toll on on each of us individually. But then that also like makes us a little bit less tired and a little bit less wanting and willing to like connect with one another because we just don't have the energy we're socially tapped out like jake and i are both introverted people i am the more extrovert of the two of us and that is like saying a lot like we are both very introverted people our social meter gets filled up very easily when you're living in a jake's gets filled up when he looks at you and says hi he's done unless you're like one of his besties that's all he's got so and then he's gone (laughs) for sure (laughs) he one time went to a family reunion of mine at my mom's parents literally said hi to everybody like went around the room said hi to everybody i have like 15 cousins on my mom's side of the family Went around, said hi to everybody, sat down on the couch, fell asleep for three and a half hours, got back up to say goodbye to everybody and left and was like, that was exhausting. (laughs) Wait, what? I can't. (laughs) So, you know, like it's, it's easier for us to just kind of like, like I'll put my headphones on and like, you know, listen to a true crime podcast and like curl up in bed and he's like playing his video games and we like don't like have time for each other. We don't do anything with each other because we just like need. Well, you're not connecting. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. You're also probably not connect- connecting romantically because you got his mom with her fucking. Yeah, it's literally right outside the, the door. To the wall <laughs> listening. <laughs> literally outside the door. So if you guys it's talk louder hard. so I can hear. <laughs> if we're like in the kitchen or something talking, you can literally see her like leaning forward in her chair so that she can hear you better there is no privacy in this house no privacy at all and so and like I the with the quirks of the family and the things that go on with this family I am like this is fucking nuts whereas Jake is like eh, you know that's my family that's what this shit they do to it yeah it takes such a toll on me whereas it's like it doesn't really bother him and then we kind of butt heads about it because he's like calm down like it's fine like why are you getting so worked up like the fact that we literally okay we're we're all moving out right this woman literally on trash day we or trash gets taken out on tuesday on trash day took all of the stuff in the kitchen that she no longer wants threw it out so that the trash can is now full on tuesday we now we have an entire week worth of four trash bags that this family miraculously produces that now no longer have a place to go because she decided on this one day that she wants to throw out everything that she's going to own when we're renting a fucking dumpster the week before we move out. Why are you doing this is so extra. Why are you doing this? And I'm literally standing here looking at the dumpster like what the fuck is going on? And Jake is like do you really have to ask the question like of what's going on through her head? There's no one is going to understand that. Just move on with life. And I'm like, this is nuts. 
Does anybody not understand how this is nuts? Like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, it's truly because I I could self-diagnose her like all day, but (laughs) and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Jake, you hear this? (laughs) (laughs) No. Only a slight disrespect. I I think that like she just lives her life in like fear and panic because people <coughs> have always done things for her and she doesn't know how to do anything for herself. And I'm literally not trying to be rude or like disrespectful. It's like the God's honest truth. <laughs> and because I know people are probably like, wow, you got stuff to say about <laughs> Jake's mom. Like, no, it's just honestly the God's honest truth. This woman has always let her husband like do everything and she knows how to do nothing so Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is like she just lives her life in panic now because she doesn't have her husband telling her like okay this is what we're gonna do it's fine chill relax so she's like oh i'm i'm getting kicked out by and i have to move out by april 1st well that means i have to move out tomorrow Mm -hmm. so she's just like in a sheer like uproar panic about it and like i can i can get her on that level a little bit because I have anxiety so like that right to me, I would be like panicking about like where I'm gonna live and such but if you're like if people are trying to help you and tell you like okay this is like what we're gonna do and then you're just like doing something else like I don't I don't know I mean I guess we can't help you like I don't know what right. to say right and like okay so for like the people who are probably like you know team mary they're like wow you guys are like total assholes when she got the letter okay she got the letter was reading the letter and like immediately like got like two lines into the letter and was like freaking out they're kicking us out i don't know where we're gonna go oh my god and i'm like let me read the letter let me figure out what's going on i read it and i was like okay you have until April 1st to move out, you're going to get your $500 deposit that you get, that you put down. And they're giving you a thousand dollars for moving expenses, like for moving expenses, because this is happening to you. So it's going to be okay. two months notice, right? Which two, is nice. well, three months notice. We got it in the beginning of January. Oh, so three months notice. Yeah. Whereas it's really only required to give you 30 day notice exactly exactly she keeps comparing it to like jake and i situation and like the panic and sheer like the freak out that we had when it's like ma'am we were in a lockdown like we weren't allowed to leave our house people can go see places to right stay. and we had well we were supposed to have 30 days but because it was like the middle of december and like snowing we didn't get it to like a couple days later so we really only had like a little over 20 days to move out whereas and we got no extra money we got our deposit small child right to like three dogs at the time it was insane it was insane whereas now you have three months you're going to be getting fifteen hundred dollars you have plenty of time to move out Here's like, you know, a plethora of people who are going to help you because no one's scared to be around each other anymore. You're going to be fine. And I sat her down. I was like, I will help you find a house. I will help you get a dumpster. I will help you do everything that you need to do. Like, you don't have to worry about it. It's going to be fine. And then she like has people at her work. She literally two days later comes home with a list, like a lined paper front and back with addresses of homes that are for rent and i'm like what is this 
she's like, oh, my friend from work looked all of these up for me because I'm worried about not being able to find a place to live. Man. <sighs> First of all, it's not 1912 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Write addresses down and call them like in the newspapers. <laughs> We also like, don't we also don't go to the homes anymore and try to creep in the windows either. Literally, you guys, you guys. <laughs> this is strange. <laughs> but you guys, they literally every day, like this is what Wednesday, every single day this week so far, Mary and her niece have gotten in the car, drove around town to look at these houses, get out of the car. And go look in every single fucking window. Have I told her that these pictures are online for her to pull up at the touch of a button? You don't have to guess what the inside looks like. There's pictures. (laughs) I'm pretty sure this is illegal. So let's find a safer way to get this done. But no, she she doesn't want to do that. You can't, like she... It's, it's almost as if like, and I mean, that I also mean this with no disrespect. Like, I just want to like paint a picture. It's almost as if she's like your 90 year old grandma, you know, that's just like set in her ways, says the things that she says, does the shit that she does. And everyone's just like, oh, that's grandma. <laughs> you can't tell her otherwise. <laughs> that's going to be Raiden. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, and then also I've tried to explain to her, these houses that are for rent right this second may not be available by the time you're ready to move out because she has to pay rent here for February and March. Like she, she, you, you got to pay all the way up until March 31st or 30th, whatever the fuck ever day it is. So why are you trying to secure one of these houses to move out right now? Her answer Y'all, her answer is so that she can slowly move her stuff over from one house to the other. So you're going to pay rent for two houses in one month. (laughs) That's like $1,600. When you really are getting rid of like 80% of the shit that's in your house, realistically, I would say she's probably going to get rid of like at least 70%. She's already said because she, she is literally a moment of way of taking like sticky notes through the house and putting like what what's staying and what's going on it but she has said like in like the living room alone like she's taking like three big pieces of furniture and that's it so it's right. like so between it's the three of them needs to happen slowly because first of all she cannot move things on her own so she's going to need people's help right. second right. of all it's going to be done in like a couple hours because you're taking very little with you. I told her we could have you moved in and completely out of the, this house and house cleaned up, ready for the people to come and like inspect it within three days, mm-hmm. three days tops. And that's like, she doesn't believe. Bless Bye. her heart. <laughs> I've been watching Sweet Magnolias. <laughs> that's all i want to say to people now i haven't watched it yet (laughs) oh my god you need honestly moving is crazy 
we're kind of in a dilemma too. Like, I don't want to talk, like go on and on and on forever about it because we've probably been talking forever, but we're in like a dilemma too, where we, people are like, it's not a dilemma. Nothing's wrong with your house. Oh my God. Shut up. Anyway, (laughs) that's what I tell these people. Like people are so rude sometimes. Anyway, me included. So we've talked about going like moving and we're kind of like back and forth with it because this will be in August will be our two years here. And um, I want to move. I love our home. I love our home so much. It's beautiful. I wish I could pick it up and like put it somewhere else. But living out here is just like oh my god i feel like i'm in dude a- you're like 20 minutes away from the highway yeah i'm I, it's not exaggeration it's literally 20 minutes from the highway like um, you're you're out there yeah so and as much as i like enjoy the area that i live in it's also like i'm I'm not a city girl, but I'm not like a, I'm not a suburb girl anymore. I always like was a sub, like lived in the suburbs, but I'm not for that anymore at all because of living in the home that I live in now. (laughs) Don't ever want to live in a suburb again, but I wish that I was just like closer to people that I like hang out with and like interact with or else closer to things that like just a little bit closer to things that I like to. Okay, guys. So what just happened is <laughs> we were talking, Taylor and I, and we have to Zoom because if you guys don't know, I live in Kentucky and she lives in Indiana. So we Zoom for our calls and her laptop died (laughs) so we are gonna cut it a little short uh we had like a little like a last little segment that we were gonna talk about but her laptop died because she's irresponsible and doesn't charge her laptops or her phones or anything else (laughs) we're gonna end the podcast here um i want to know though have you guys the last little part we were going to talk about was moving states. Have you guys ever moved states? Because Taylor and I, it's like really moving states, like moving to like Florida. So is have have any of you guys ever done that? Because it's a huge move. And we're going to talk more about it in our next episode since we did get cut short on this episode and I figured it's getting pretty long. You guys are probably like, okay, Brett, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this train up. So let us know and let us know, like, I want to know if people have issues with their in-laws because I do not. I love my in-laws. I love you, Ansley. Um, my, my one sister-in-law is my best friend. One of my best friends so let me know like do people have crazy relationships with their like their parents their like in-laws like mother-in-law father-in-law because i want to know 
let us know if any of you guys are moving recently or you're going to move or you're thinking about moving or not even just states. Like, are you thinking about moving from your home, like selling your house or you're going to move like down the road or are you not going to move at all because you just are obsessed with your house? Because I'm really curious. I moved around a lot as a child and a teenager. So I feel like I get the antsy, like want to move. I have that personality where like, I want to stay, but also I want to move because I'm like my parents a little bit <laughs> and like, okay, I want a new place. Let's zhuzh it up. Let's be fresh. And then part of me is like, I just want to settle and I'm tired of moving. So let me know. Are you guys like that? Am I the only one? Anyway, we'll be back with you guys next Friday. And we are so grateful for you guys tuning in and listening to us. If you haven't already, please check out and follow us on our Instagram at Petty Besties Podcast. And, and if you really enjoy us and you want to see our boutique and what we're all about, go over to Shop Lexington and Gray. And we have our Instagram we have our Instagram under shop Lexington and gray, and we have our Facebook under Lexington and gray boutique. So check us out and let us know what you think. We have some special stuff coming up Our newest collections getting ready to drop. And we're really excited to show you guys. So head on over there and let us know what you think. Anyway, thank you guys so much. And we'll talk to you guys next Friday. Bye.